Welcome to Mental Health Hacks, where we dig into improving our mental health through different avenues like biological, psychological, and spiritual. My name is Danielle Elizabeth, and I am your host. Let's get into today's hack. Mental health hack. Today's mental health hack is rest. Did you know that there is seven different types of rest? And if you are not getting rest in the one that you are deficient in, you are not going to feel rejuvenated and restored, even if you take a nap. But you may not be deficient in physical rest, but you might be in mental rest. And that's why you're not feeling like you are getting restored. So, the seven types of rest are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, sensory, and creative. If you want to learn more about them, I am happy to share more, not in a 60-second video, but a really good place to start is this book right here. Hello. I am Danielle Elizabeth, and this is your Mental Health Hacks. So today we are talking rest. And rest is commonly confused with going to have a nap or maybe sleeping in. But did you know there are seven types of rest? I did not know that. And I was um, listening to a podcast and listening to an interview by uh, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, and she wrote this book called Sacred Rest, and she actually did all this research on proving that we need all seven types of these types of rest so that we actually can be recharged and function to like the best of our ability. And so I'm going to talk through all seven of them today. And let's just kind of start off. Have you ever had a nap and woken up and like, yeah, you might be like physically feeling a little bit better if you're not groggy, but not really feeling like that was what you actually needed. Like, yes, you were tired, but, you know, mentally, emotionally, I don't know, like you're just not feeling like that was exactly what you needed. Well, likely you did not get the type of rest that you actually needed. And so a lot of us are have a deficit, a rest deficit in different areas. And we just keep trying to nap them away or sleep them away and we're not really feeling any bit any better so we are going to obviously talk about physical rest because that is a type of rest so really like what is rest though rest is really you know ceasing to work or move in order to relax refresh or recover and that is really the key to it, right? Like to relax, refresh, or recover strength. That's the, the, that's the whole basis of what rest is. And so there's like all these myths that like sleep is rest, like I talked about, or just like going on a vacation. Like, you know, when you're like 
super overwhelmed. And I know as I film this, uh, we are in our third lockdown. So I don't even know if anyone knows what a vacation is anymore. I certainly don't remember that lovely, lovely life I used to live as like a travel-aholic. Um, but um, you know, like how you're just kind of like living life sometimes to like the next vacation, the next day off, the next like, oh, I'm going to the Caribbean and, you know, in December and it's like January and you like think about it from January to February, you like try and lose weight, you go shopping for it. Like your life kind of like is like building up to this moment. And a lot of times, even though, even if it's a great vacation, it's like, it's not the answer because usually a vacation is like a week or two and then you come back to your real life. And imagine you created this life that you don't need a vacation from. Imagine you created this life that going on a vacation was just this like enhancement, this bonus to your life, right? There's also a myth that we don't need it. Like, and I, um, as you get to know me, I am a go-getter. I like love to be productive. I love to be doing a hundred things at once. Um, and there was a moment in time I actually think I believed that I had some super adrenaline that other people did not have. And sad, sad realization when I realized that actually <laughs> I was kind of basing my productivity on my worth or like it, my worth was attached to my productivity. So if I wasn't productive, I was not feeling worthy. Obviously, this is not a like a conscious thing. Um, and or the other thing I would do is I would keep busy so I didn't have to actually like deal with the real emotional things that were going on in my life. So I just thought I didn't need rest. What I actually needed was to stop, be still and be quiet so that I could see where I was struggling. So myth, we don't need it. Let me just debunk that for you right now because I am a living example that you will crash and burn. Um, another myth is that it's be, it's lazy. So like to be um, to rest or to even just to like relax is like being lazy. And that comes from a lot of those like people like I used to be like those productive people that kind of are very judgmental to people who um, do take the time to rest. And a lot of times it's probably because they want to be able to do that, but they can't allow themselves to do that because that would mean that they were lazy and that is tied to their worth and they couldn't do that. So anyways, those are like a few debunking myths. So, okay. Um, physical rest. So physical rest can be sleeping and napping. So it's not like they're bad. It's just that it is that the actual type of rest you need. So we're not going to go too much into physical rest because I think we're all pretty smart. We can figure out what that is. But there are two types. There's kind of like the passive rest where you're like sleeping, napping, and then there's like dynamic rest, which is kind of like, you know, like dynamic stretching, sorry, active rest, dynamic stretching. Um, but like things like going on walks, um, breathing exercises, soaking baths. So they're not like... Um, they're not like you're just laying there still resting your physical body, but they're releasing tension and that restores calm to your body, which is rest. Um, so then we have mental rest. And so mental rest is kind of the goal, I guess I would say of mental rest from my 
you know, understanding. I'm not a complete rest expert or anything, but um, I have done a lot of research on this and, and not just done research on it for fun, but done research on it because my life was literally depending on it. And so that's where a lot of really anything I say comes from. <laughs> probably. Um, anyway, so mental rest is kind of like trying to give your brain and mind a break from like learning and processing. When we get, when your brain gets really like overactive, you become exhausted. And so um, mental rest is trying to give your brain a little bit of a pause button so that your brain can kind of catch up. It can like you know, our brain doesn't like make the connections as they're happening. They happen like when we're sleeping and when we're resting. So it's like, if we like overload it with a lot of processing and stuff, it does not do so well to keep up with that. And when we give it rest, it kind of like catches back up and we feel very recharged because your brain is not then overworking itself. Um, okay. So then we have emotional rest and I really always could not figure out like at the very beginning of this, I couldn't figure out the difference between emotional and mental rest because they really sound very similar. And like, we very much like, um, attribute our emotions to our mental health. Um, but they actually are different. And so like, um, emotional rest is, when we are, there's kind of like a lot of different ways to do it, but it's like when we are like embracing and processing the emotions that we're feeling, so we're not like letting them build up in us. So that can be things like journaling, therapy, things like that. Like, so we're like letting, getting it out of our head. Um, but then there's also like, um, the, there's like a rest when we like are in positions where we don't have to perform or meet external expectations. Um, you know, when we're not in like places where, you know, there's a lot of fear and shame and we're like hiding who we are and stuff like that. That's very um, like the opposite of emotional rest. That's like a lot of emotional activity that we are um, striving to do. And that's very, very draining. And it actually gives us kind of like this like emotional fatigue. Um, okay, so then social rest, I would beg to put some money on that this kind of confused you if you saw this on a list of rest, because it just doesn't seem to make sense. But hear me out here. I look at social rest in kind of two ways. So I guess like the first way that I and you probably would think about it is like, okay, social rest. So I like don't go be social, right? So there is that there is like a, a social like a rest that we need to almost take but it's like almost being social with ourselves, right? Like connecting back to ourselves and being okay in our own company, that will give us rest. But the actual um, social rest that um, Sandra Dalton Smith talks about is like finding comfort in our relationships and having like those like heart to hearts with our friends, like connecting socially. We are very, very much built for connection. I'm going to do a whole other um, hack on that. But um, we are built for that. And that fills us up. Like if you haven't seen a friend in a long time, and then you go on a walk and you guys like dive in deep, do you not like walk away and you're just like, Oh, I needed that. I do that all the time because I love and value my friendships and 
someone told me once I go very deep with my friendships. I don't like superficial surface level um, conversations, apparently. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so there's that. But then also social rest is kind of like knowing when when relationships aren't good for you, when they're maybe toxic and that that is not something that is good for your life. So you need to distance yourself or put boundaries in place for that um, relationship if it's going to stay in your life or you make that decision that that is not a relationship that is could be in your life and is healthy for you. So then we have sensory rest. Um, I would say I would very, very much and very confidently say that almost all of us are deficit in sensory rest because it's all the screens, the technology, you know, our world, like compared to, I have no idea how long ago, but um, our world is like sensory processing overload all the time. Like, you know, from like, you could be sitting in a room with like essential oils with music going, um, the TV on, you're on your phone or your computer and eating something. Like think about how many senses you are using and you are like doing all of that simultaneously. That is a lot for us. And honestly, a lot of us, our sensory processing probably is not that good. I like my daughter has like an actual sensory processing disorder and like we have done tests on her brain, not me, uh, took her to like an actual neurologist, don't worry. Um, to, and, and we have, they've been able to show me that the sensory processing part of her brain is slower. So when all of this sensory stuff is coming in and that's how we like completely understand our world is through our senses. And so when that's coming in, her brain is like a half a step behind and it's like very, very, very overwhelming for her then. So she walks into a big room with a lot of people and even lights and noise like that is very hard for her. And then because she's a kid and she does not know how to deal with that, that ends in like a tantrum or getting angry or like those like emotions, um, like warning signals come up. So all very, very interesting. Um, but sensory rest, like take intentional time to unplug. And that's not just like unplugging from social media, like, but that is very good too, because that is like a whole other thing on its own. But take some time to like put your screens away, go outside and like just like be in like a more of a natural environment that, you know, maybe like the caveman would have lived in, you know, like that like time before we had like cell phones and screens like that was like caveman time, right? No, Um, (laughs) um, I probably should not do a podcast by myself because I think I'm hilarious. I laugh at my own jokes and my husband sometimes tries to tell me that that I'm not as funny as I think I am. And that's very offensive when he says things like that. Um, Anyways, the last thing is creative rest. Okay, this is also kind of a confusing one, but this one in my own like mental health recovery, um, addiction recovery, codependency recovery. I have a lot of things I'm recovering from. That's not even like, that's like just like the big things. Um, But creativity, I am like convinced now that we are designed to be creative and that being creative unlocks something very, very unique and special that 
um, you cannot get another way. And so it's like giving room for your creativity to flow. So it can be things like journaling, exploring and stuff. But one of the best things you can do to give yourself creative rest is go out in nature. And actually, Sandra Dalton Smith talks a lot about being somewhere near water. Um, even they have proven that even being beside a fish tank can spark a level of creativity. Um, isn't that crazy? Um, and so it is like just like letting that creativity come out of you. And I will be the first person to say, I was convinced I was like the least creative person in the world a couple years ago. Like I can't draw. I try to now, but I still cannot promise you that. But it's not about like art, which a lot of people might think of, right? It can be like creating something. It could be like creating something, cooking, if that's like something that's like you enjoy to do. Um, it doesn't have to be like, this is the cool thing about rest. No rules. There are absolutely no rules to this. And so the only kind of thing you are trying to do is figure out where you have a deficit, do something to recharge in it, and then like feel better. That's it. It's so awesome. So I didn't get into too many details about like how to do this and how to do all of them. I have like a free rest challenge on my website that for seven days, I send you like very detailed, like challenges of each of these types of rest. And you can like, it gives you like lots of ideas and stuff like that. So feel free to go do that. But um, I just talk a lot. So I am trying not to make this podcast like five hours long each episode, because I could probably do that if I put my mind to it. Um, so that is your mental health hack today. Figure out where you have a rest deficit figure out some things that would recharge you in that area, go do them, get recharged. And if this helps, please let me know. I'd love to know that. Um, as always, I'd love if you left um, a review on the podcast or rated it because there's some weird algorithm thing that makes it happy. And then your stuff can be um, seen by more people and this can help more people. So that is today's mental health hack. Get some rest.